funny about it. He's like, you know, technically, it's nothing like it's not a unique nom de plume. You know, he just picked it Johnny out. Green is not a nom de plume that's unique. Yeah, no, I've seen it, that before too in other places. He just happens to be the most famous one. You know. Huh. Well, yeah. let's talk all about it on. Did you know where you were alive that whole time? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so why don't you bring us back up to stupid? Just speed. Uh, you were talking about what? Yeah. So, you know, we created the Weed News. Uh, it was one of the websites I helped provide content for. And then uh, we uh, shut it down. Uh, not we, uh, not me. I'm just the guy who supplies shit. But my friends shut it down for reasons that we can't get into. But somehow it uh, has miraculously come back alive and so it, it has a bunch of old content come back to life how does how does a thing come back to life after it's been shut down on the internet right exactly so remember the other time one of our podcasts i had you google my name and uh you no, didn't have to google milgal santiago and i then i hit like dash it means a whale's vagina and it yeah. did it didn't. That was San Diego, not Santiago. Entirely <laughs> different word. But no, when you Googled Mickey 420, you remember yes. and it had my author page on the Weed News? Of course it did. Well, I was shocked to see it even there because everything was shut down, but somebody out there has extracted the content through some sort of archive. I was explaining this to you guys when I'm like, hey, no, 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 I, I want this. Guys, I uh, can you guys get me all these links that you have that are still... a they're a lot it's dead but it's alive on the internet because the crawlers that have been out there so then you can do a redirect like a 301 redirect mm. and so you're point all those links over to this new page which would be on for example uh here here's an example uh we'll just add this one it's cannabislegalizationnews.com what is cannabislegalizationnews.com well, I hope it's a site that we provide uh, content as far as entertaining wise and education. You know, we're slowly getting there. I mean, we do it in our podcasts. And then, you know, my basis has been the writing thing. I, you know, but now I'm just trying to get back into it. So after, you know, many websites and broken hearts, it's hard to yeah. get that momentum up, you know. Uh, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you into SEMrush. SEMrush is what it's also sometimes called. SEMrush, for the uninitiated, is a, um, a search engine optimization metric site. So you can use SEMrush to figure out how well something is trending or being searched or what's being searched or anything like that. And I, I put in pot prisoner, pot prisoner. We'll just kind of zoom this in. Pot prisoner is the keyword phrase that we are searching for. Unfortunately, it is only searched approximately 134 times a month. That stinks. So does man serving life in prison for pot. Basically, what this means is nobody is searching for marijuana prisoner. So like the, the problem with that is um, uh, this, this page will be able to rank really, really easily. But it is nobody will see it. Yeah, because no one's really looking for it. And then, no, like that po- yeah, and that was it. Was kind of neat to be on that podcast that I was yesterday. Uh, Leaf Life about podcast. that podcast, man. Yeah, we were just talking. Uh, so Leaf Life podcast is uh, the local paper is the Northwest Leaf, and they're in uh, Oregon, Alaska, um, and they're called the Oregon Leaf and Alaska Leaf, and I believe they're going to be in Amsterdam too. But they also do a podcast, uh, Leaf Life podcast. And an episode I was on just yesterday, uh, it's going to be edited. It was probably the most grown-up thing I've ever done. I had to walk into a full-on studio. Uh, the guy, Ricker, he's an ex-DJ for local 99.9. 
uh he also and then wes the uh, editor and the uh, uh guy who created uh the northwest leaf mm-hmm. so it was a conversation and our segment yesterday was about pot prisoners you know and my biggest thing was saying you know how uh uh there's no way that we know how many are really out there you know there's no way to you know this at least for federal shit. There are different levels. And then how much of it was uh, an exacerbating factor so that they just kicked the punishment level up a whole other notch. Yeah. That there's a number of that data set that's out there. I don't know how well, I mean, like, cause you know, I, uh, I was going to be a principal officer. Hey, uh, speaking of principal officers and things that are not searched very well on the internet, that's the thing that I was working on over the weekend. So I'll be doing a, a small, video on what a principal officer is for cannabis companies, because I'm pretty sure that all cannabis companies need principal officers. I'm not sure what they're called at any given time, but, um, what's a principal officer? Is that like someone who, uh, like, a uh, HR type regular side or things, or what, 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 what's the uh, function of that? No, the principal officer is usually somebody who owns or who manages the cannabis company or who's going to profit from the cannabis company. And then it depends on how the state defend, depend, uh, dis- defines what that principal officer is. So, um, in Illinois, they do it in a certain way where if you're going to make any money off of it entirely, they pretty much want you to be disclosed in the application to ensure that the supply is not going to be slipped and everybody is going to uh, follow the rules. But in other states, they might not have such a stringent thing for the principal officers. It's very often the ones that are going to own the license and have yeah. the background checks run. But those, at this point, though, with the brand new legalization, though, every every state's going to have some form of that. Cause I mean, at least, so you're talking about pretty much accountability for the dollar, like, right. Like, you know, you just can't open a store and it's not, uh, uh, some holding company. It's gotta be a national person. Right. Right. So it so, just can't be a holding company. Like who is going to do the background check to say this person has that. But I hear that's like kind of getting popular in, um, cannabis is, you know, using blind trust to buy and sell cannabis licenses mm-hmm. that might, you, you wouldn't, I don't know who's going to get the who's going to get the background check for the blind trust. Well, I know here in Washington they've been doing the uh, uh, the license license holders uh, because it's so hard, you know, with all the regulations they've been putting on them, the twenty five percent tax and whatnot, uh, and plus just the the, the made up regulation as as we go along, where they just uh, you know you're fine for putting Christmas lights to say pot or you're fine for yeah. not having a too big enough disclaimer in your, your, your ad in a disclaimers, And that's some of the BS stuff that we get over here in Illinois. It's just in the industry where you can't advertise too much, but you're supposed to do educational outreach. So at what point is your educational outreach advertising? Because it's like, yeah, because like, hey, let's thank the sponsors who helped us with this educational outreach. No, 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 no. Don't thank us. Don't thank us. They constitute that as advertising and they will they will charge us an extra ten thousand dollars. Thank you. Silence is enough. That's just crazy, though. You know, uh, one of the labs here we have is a Halo Labs uh, and they do a lot of education. Um, I really enjoy. uh, And then now they're putting out content. Let me see if I can. uh, Yeah, share the screen because I'm just going to. I'm just going to go over like where we can, um, what I would do is I would use these right here. These are your keyword phrases that you would then put in as, as headers in here. And you see, you don't have any H tags. Miggy, I got to tell you, man, if you want this to rank, you need some H tags. Let me show you. 
What's an H tag? Is that like a link? An H tag? Thank you for asking. This has turned into an SEO crap. Anyway, so an H tag is like this. You see how this is like, you know, it stands out. It's clearly like a title or something. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so, and then you also need to have like, this is an, uh, an unordered list. I think if it's ordered, it has numbers or okay. letters. And so like you need lists. These are all tags and stuff. And then don't forget, you see, you can give them a call to action. For us, we want you to call now so that you can ask your questions about principal officers. But, um, like, you know, it's uh, with chicanery that is cannabis legalization news. We should tell people to call cannabis legalization news so they can get their company on the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, well, we, we, and again, it's all about the content, right? Like I think we have the draw, we have the, the reputation in the background. I, you know, I, and I keep thinking about this, uh, like, uh, my purpose, you know, uh, yesterday in the podcast, I tried to explain to the DJ guy I was talking to because everybody's like, you know, what do you do? You know, what's your thing? What, how, why are you I like here? to do handstands? Yeah. But like, what, what, why are you important? You know, I mean, the yeah. whole thing, my whole thing is I'm not important because I haven't been important and I'm important only because I'm a citizen. You know, like it's not, I haven't done anything special. <laughs> You, know? uh, you have, you, you're, you're blessed to be alive at a particular time. And you said this law right here has bullshit. And yeah. then you found out how difficult it is to go from saying this law right here is bullshit to changing that law. And like there are the, the history is replete with the stories of people who had to fight for decades. Many of them, they like Martin Luther King. He didn't get it. He got killed. Yeah. He didn't get to see it, you know, or before that or before that and before that. And and so there's these people that fight for things they believe in. And that takes time everybody wants an answer especially now yeah you know just yeah. hang on let me let me catch up on the buzzes that i've been getting on my wrist you know <laughs> you know we get these we get these uh sensory overloads but yeah. um yeah man well, it's like you said you know uh the civil war ended in 1865 like that really 18, 1865 I, yeah 1865 and that you know i didn't really contemplate that i'm you know half of our uh country's history it has been illegal right you know like there hasn't even been a chance. Well, half, I mean, like eighty years. So, so and those those laws really start uh, federal level, nineteen thirty seven. Okay. But you have to realize the federal government has always been a limited government. It was the states that were really given their police powers, the common police powers for legislating the health, safety, and welfare of the population. That was not given to the federal government. But as commerce and economic commerce and technology and development continue to advance and make uh, trade go beyond the bounds of individual states, no, Article One, Section Eight powers of uh, the the Commerce Clause expanded, and exp and then the cannabis case law uh, or the agricultural case law. If we include uh, a case called Wicker v. Filburn from 1942 about growing too much, I think it was wheat. Um, that um, that has an answer. I think it's apple fritter, but still. Um, I was working on some wedding cake earlier. Oh, you did? Was it from oh, yeah. Earth? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the whole story is that uh, the Gonzalez v. Rage case and, and the regulation for uh, the Controlled Substances Act, Schedule One cannabis, 
that is interstate commerce. And it doesn't matter in the Gallanzella's re-rage case if like your seed was entirely made in California and your medicine was entirely grown in California and, and that medicine was earmarked for a particular patient, it still could impact the international, I'm sorry, the interstate price of cannabis. And that was the same thing in the Wickard v. Filburn case from 1942. So there you go. The more you learn about how to legalize cannabis, the more it is like seventh grade civics. Well, that um, that documentary that World Woody Harrelson uh, voiced, what is the grass is greener, I believe. Uh, Perhaps there's a lot of there's awesome. There's so many awesome cannabis documentaries. There, there is. But the one with Woody, I think, lays out how uh, just coordinated the efforts were to just focus on, you know, the legalization of, of cannabis as far as, uh, you know, suppressing minorities and the poor. And, uh, uh, you know, it's a tactical thing. Like you were saying, this whole civics lessons, this thing is dry as fuck. This is the most boring thing in the world. But yet boring as hell. There's people in jail. There's there's, there's people, people who are serving time in jail. But like, you know, why are people serving time in jail for mere cannabis possession? Yeah. Yeah. And child molesters are getting off before or rapist or. Well, you know, these are all those types of things we like to say into the echo chamber that makes us feel better. But uh, at the same time, nobody should be arrested for cannabis possession. You shouldn't have to lose any time in your life. You know, even here in Washington, we have a guy up north who's uh, facing uh, prosecution for his medical grow. Really? Uh, yeah. His local agency, uh, I believe it was, I don't know, Thurston South. It's just up north. Um, more of the hillbilly area because um, we have them here. Mm-hmm. But these cops, these small town minded cops, uh, have the guy's wife shackled, uh, you know, resting on the ground while they're going through the the house uh, looking for the plants. I think they only had seven plants, you know, thirteen, but they were way under their limits. And yeah. but yet they're still. I think it's been seven months now, and they're still facing charges. So. You know, justice is not fast. You know, it's, it's you know, no, it's, no, it's, no, just. And then that's the other thing. As uh, as uh, an attorney who sued people, let me tell you that we can. Oh my gosh, you have lightning over there. But uh, we can, uh, as attorneys, uh, expend a lot of time, labor, money to make somebody hurt to sue. And that's one of the problems. That's actually one of the reasons why lawyers have to charge as much as they do. It's a public policy issue to resolve uh, disputes. And so to go to a lawyer, it's supposed to be expensive because that is part of the settlement process in and of itself, that it costs a lot of money to litigate. But then, of course, that causes the whole same problem that we have with Mike Bloomberg. Have you seen a Mike Bloomberg for president, uh, you know, television ad on football today? Well, in over here in Washington, we've been getting a lot of that third party uh shit. Yep. Not just Bloomberg, but some other new millionaire fucking Scott commercials. And it's like, hey, you're de- you're still not looking. Just keep trying, buddy. Well, there, there's there's that, but you see, it's the same thing. And so provided that you have that type of money, then you can buy that type of litigation, which costs normal people a lot of money, and then you can just bleed them to death and then you win. Yeah, no, that's the whole also unfortunate part of like, you know, since you and I've been doing this, you know, being voices and, 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 and that's educating. Huh? Yeah. That like, uh, since we've been doing it, go for it. And then like, I want to talk about that weird thing that happened to me. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're fucking own personal shadow band. But, yeah. you know, but we've been as we've been doing this and, and uh, uh, you know, the conversation is slowly changing, but <laughs> it's not changing fast enough as. Uh, people sit and, and, and lose time, personal uh, 
personal liberties. You know, this this is such a blight on our American justice. It's not even. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not just a blight on American justice. It's also a blight on our American economy. And it, it, we lie to our kids enough with like Christmas and Halloween and the Easter bunny yeah. and like, you know, getting good grades matters and all that other type of stuff. But then to like lie to them about the danger level of drugs so that once they realize that you were lying about weed, they, they'd be like, well, weed's right next to heroin. I guess yeah. they might have been lying about that. No, no. Hang on. Hang on a second there, bro. Just because it may not do terrible. Well, no. Heroin's fucked up, man. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't period. want somebody like it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of like, I don't want people on LSD. I mean, like, I'm not going to say that I want it criminalized, that people, or I'm not going to say that people can't do LSD, but doing LSD, have you ever seen like those uh, escape chambers where you're supposed to be like out in 60 minutes or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the LSD chamber would be like out in 24 hours. And so like you come in, you do LSD and you leave and you're just like, man, I am exhausted. I have to go to sleep. I have been on LSD. All right. You know, that, if that's well, the way to do it, it's safer that way. Right. It comes back to drug education because, you know, just as much as you don't want someone on LSD to, you know, let's throw that whole pilot conversation out there. Right. Like, I don't right. want my fucking pilot to be a stoner. You know, I don't want sure. a pilot drunk, you know, like, yeah, yeah you know. I want the pilot to be happy and I want them to be aware of their own personal life and I want them to be uh, conducting right. themselves in a proper way. But so like, again, I don't want him doing LSD, but I also don't want him if he's a cigarette smoker, not to be without a cigarettes because people get weird when they don't have their cigarettes. man. Well, yeah, but like, also if he's and a cigarette legal. smoker and he's over 55, I don't want him piling the plane because he might stroke out and have a coronary. I'm just saying for a legal comparison, though, because mm -hmm. this legal thing that people are edgy and crazy for when they well, don't we, we use our morals more than we use our data to, like, say what a law should be. And that yeah. sucks. And that that hurts us all because it's like it shouldn't be like that. That is just wrong. And then, OK, I'm glad that we are now going to start legislating morality. Be prepared to see shit that doesn't doesn't make anybody feel good. Well, and we're still correcting the situation, even in legal states. People are saying, well, it's legal now, so there's less people getting arrested and being harassed, but that's still not true, especially like with Homegrow, where uh, I'm hoping with this coming up session, we have a chance for Homegrow uh, if these people get their heads out of their asses, period. Wait a uh, second. Let's talk about the people who need to get their heads out of their asses. And so go with it, Miggy. Yeah, so you know the legislation, the sessions coming in effect. I believe uh, January fourteenth. So in, in two days, these people are, are going back, and in committee, uh, they're going to uh, address uh, HB and SB, you know, a state bill and House bill, uh, which are being he presently hanged up in a gaming committee. So if with a new Democrat head, we hope that these guys just. Come on, man. Let's, let's stop being assholes about this situation, being ignorant in, in a sense that what are you afraid They've of? I've done that for so long. Yeah, uh, they are afraid that uh, some maybe maybe they own cannabis dispensaries and they don't want extra competition. I think they're just afraid of uh, it's not there's not enough people mass pissed off about their own civil rights where, hey, I can still go to the fucking recreational store. No. That's not the point. The point is you want to be able to, to grow it at home and, and experience. People still think it's bad. And so like yeah. people in Seattle, I'll guarantee you 30 to 40% of people in, in uh, metropolitan Seattle think cannabis is bad. And I'll guarantee you nobody in metropolitan Seattle is watching us right now because Green Bay is playing 
Seahawks. Well, the thing about Seattle, too, in Washington, at least in the Seattle area, is there's a high level income of just, you know, a lot of coders and uh, uh, tech the coders people. like weed. Like tech people they, like to smoke weed. They know? do. But the thing, the problem is there's no culture because of it because these fuckers are buying their expensive weed and going home where it's it's cool. That's, I appreciate you. that's why, like, oh, did, that's that is actually some big cannabis legalization news that maybe we should be like breaking cannabis legalization news story. Uh, Chicago Mayor. Lori Lightfoot. Lightfoot? Lightfoot? Yeah. Well, she's the one that wants the uh, social use. But she wants right? Yeah. Not social media. There it is. Nope. Nope. All right. But it, it came out really, really quick, uh, like today or, or so, that she's calling and she's putting that on her agenda the social use spaces. And, um, well, because it comes up like contemporaneous as we were talking about it, I didn't already have it pulled up, which kind of stu- sucks. But um, yeah, so it's Lightfoot, social use, and then I put cannabis. Maybe the news story will come up and I can share that. I saw there it. it is. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I thought it came out like two days. All right. So it was the Friday. It broke on Friday, one of those deals. And um, cool. Uh, so, you know, she's, she's coming out though, and she's. It, where are these social use things going to be and what are they going to look like? It's uh, Chicago Tribune. That's well, I think with your, uh, you got your cannabis supper clubs coming too now, right? But you can't really do a cannabis supper club. A cannabis supper club is always going to be a quasi black mark. Well, it's going to be like uh, Chef Jazz that we had on from D.C. where you it's not about that. So it's always kind of like the wink, wink, hush, hush on the QT, you know, um, prohibition type blather in the sense that you're taking something and you're you don't have the license to sell it. But you the reason why people are coming is because it's that and then uh, they're going to eat it. And so those those are mixing like several things and it can be very, very difficult to try to commercialize that. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah, check this out. Speaking of because, uh, again, you're talking about in cannabis, we still have this gray area of people who, uh, you know, for one, you guys finally legalize it recreationally. Say that 10 times. And relation, I, I just like, but I, I am mispronouncing it I'm doing it in t- intentionally, intentionality. So, so you're allowed to have it for fun. And, and, and the thing is, uh, you know, the people who, who are willing to step into this industry or that, you know, that end of the market, right. To be a part of right. the, the plant, the producer to whatever, uh, they're still on the edge when it comes to the federal law. Right. So they're, well, they're on the edge when it comes to people. You have to realize what most people do. Most people go through life wanting to be moderately moderately recognized, be happy, be a good person, have a decent life, not rock the boat. That yeah. is like 75% of the people out there. Um, so you got a question about, uh, can Illinois caregivers grow for handicapped people? I no. Imagine it's- I didn't Illinois caregivers can't grow. It's not Michigan. I mean, Illinois' law is different than that. I've never oh. heard of an Illinois caregiver, caregiver ever being able to grow. There's still not a, such a thing as a caregiver. Like in the uh, legalization law, they allowed for uh, five plants for a medical patient, and you're allowed to have a designated agent that can come in and water your plants or like take care of your garden while you are touring Tuscany and not able to water them, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. 
Yeah. So you have an agent, but you don't have a caregiver. That's crazy, dude. I mean, you mean because sick people just can't fucking grow. Hey, so anyways, back to the uh people on edge. I'm gonna just I saw this in Seattle downtown. Uh let me see if I can uh zoom into this guy. Um yeah, it's control plus. I just, I'm one-handed because I got the other hand on the mic. But I saw this um in downtown yeah, when I went to the podcast yesterday. Microphone. Mm-hmm. And uh so here, Prohibition Bar coming soon. So just some random dude. Uh, in That's what's hot in weed right ma- now, man. What's hot in weed right now is the speakeasy bar. Because like I, I was telling you, like, and like we had Chef Jazz on, and I'm like, see, it's really not this, but it's really not that. And so, all right, if it's open bar, or if maybe it's not open bar, maybe it's cash bar, but the food is provided. At what time did you serve somebody something? I mean, like what, how did you dispense the cannabis? You know, it's, it's one of those things where uh, did you like literally try to sell it or was it, was it under the, the legal possession limits? And if it was under the legal possession limits where you were eating, how did you determine the legal possession limits? Do people have to like come to these food parties with their 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 weed? And it's like, here you go, and here you go, here you go. And they just all throw in their weed and then they make the food. Is that how it's gonna have to be? Because like if I like I'm a medical patient, so I'm a, and I'm so I'm allowed to grow my five plants. So I could have like mad ounces, but it has to be in a safe and closed on you can't see it. It is actually like you know those things in in the Incredibles, like we have to scan your face to be able to get through that door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my weed is growing. Um, that, but that's like the stupid law that we have for uh, medical home grow. But that law, so like uh, you know, and again, it comes back to those people willing to, to 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 push the edges because during medical times here, as I've told you, uh, there were different shops I can go into, buy my weed, and then pay an extra two dollars for a dab. Do a dab there at the counter. And then, you know, the consumption issue is crazy for me that it wasn't considered in the beginning for Washington State because we were doing it already. Uh, we had markets here, uh, the Northwest Cannabis uh, Market, which now they went to Oregon and they just called the Cannabis Club. Uh, this guy's format was just like, hey, cannabis club. Everything is a cannabis club. No, it, it's, comes, it's, it comes with bacon on it. And, and the bread is a, is a triangle. All it's infused. CBD infused. CBD infused cannabis club. <laughs> it's got a little slice of avocado. But I'm telling you, dude, it, 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 you know, these things existed for four or five years in Washington. No issues. You know what happened? And the reason why I think uh, recreational took over is people saw money being made. Flat out. I mean, okay, oh, my God, I'm shocked. I am absolutely flabbergastedly shocked that people were making money from selling weed. And then people were like, What? The people want to buy weed? How do I get in on this? Oh, oh, how do you get in on this? How about we talk about who you should be giving your money to? They're called Freedom Grow, and they throw money on people's... Is this the commissary one? This is the one that throws on the commissary. All right, great. So, like, we were just talking about, and the the title of the, um, the title of the broadcast, of course, is Free All Pot Prisoners, so... Please helping people in prison for nonviolent victimless cannabis crimes. And then if you support these people, go there, pay them some money, donate right now. And uh, that donation will go on somebody's commissary. 
And if you don't have money, you know, there's a, a, a mailing list on there too, just to write people, right? Because these guys are sitting in an eight by eight cage by themselves, you know, with murderers and rape, you know, real violent people. Yeah, the, the people who actually had the rape kits tested. Yeah, shit, man. There, there's horror stories. You know, Craig Cecil, this guy who has diabetes in Terre Haute, uh, uh, Indiana. Terre Haute. We call Terre it Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's got uh, nightmare horror stories. Apparently, that's one of the worst federal prisons to, to be a part of. Terre Haute? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Indiana sucks. Not gonna lie. I'm sorry, Indiana. I know you're just like right there, and that's where Pete Buttigieg is like mayor of or is he former mayor now? Is uh, Pete uh, Buttigieg not even a mayor? So like right now, what do you do, sir? Oh, I run for president. Yeah. <laughs> How does that pay? It's, it raised $27 million last quarter. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, no. Uh, uh, what was I saying about Indiana? Oh, but Tara, um, Tara Hope. Yeah, but you know, it's just, uh, it's just the wrong. Oh, because you know how we're talking to Weldon about how the guards, oh, yeah. Weldon, the um, what's Weldon yeah. project? It wasn't the last prisoner project. That was the one that um, that's got huge the- from yeah, yeah, the guy. Swallowed. Yeah, he's got Weldon's project, but he was yeah. talking about how Weldon's the guards project. Yeah, yeah. But remember how he's talking about the guards treat the because they're all just pieces of meat and number. They don't know that this guy was just arrested for pot, you know, for a quarter ounce or a pound. They right. don't know anybody's story, nor do they care. No, no, they don't. They don't. They, them caring actually does a disservice to their ability to not care and take home their paychecks every two weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, you tell who has self interest in this shit. You know, this is, uh, and again, this goes back to where I was telling him earlier how you and I've been doing this for years. This doesn't pay our bills. You know, originally my intention as a writer was with the first website that I was part of the Brickweed blog. What mm-hmm. I wanted to do was, uh, uh, cause I understood the internet and I understood, you know, generating traffic noise and all this other bullshit. It's like, if I could just, you know, and I didn't know we were at one point having a million unique hits. I could have fucking banked off this fucking ideal, but I yeah. never knew just cause I was doing this. No, for- you you would have like the first thing I would have said is like, yeah, Miggy, because that's that's how I used to talk in 2010. My my hand was a phone. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, Miggy, what you got to do is you got to go to the guy who wants the dispensary and say, "I got the people looking at it. I will tell them about your dispensary and to go there." Yeah, yeah. Well, my my, my goal was to travel the country. Or I wanted to craft grow. Yeah, you see, but your goal is starting to trying to travel the country as opposed to make bank where the bank is being printed. Yeah, like, it's it's counterindicated, and so like you need to make the bank. And then that bankroll, because it's like, well, what's the next emerging market? Well, I want to get into Illinois. Well, I better go to Illinois. Because, like, that's the thing that I realized this week. I might have to start camping out in states where it's just like, oh, that state's going. All right, gentlemen, uh, we are uh, adequately capitalized for the next 23 months of operations at current expenditures. Ta-ta. No, you're right, though. I mean... Because you're looking at the business side, I'm looking at the. I want to just tell people story sides as far as. Uh, but if you if you really want to tell the people stories, like Disney didn't just sit idly by and make a thing about a mouse. You know, he said, and that's why they wanted. And then you know, you <laughs> if you want to tell the story about the mouse, you have to make sure that people like pay for you to make the story about the mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's the thing. This activism shit's not free, right? Like, no. Nah. Uh, but now we're at the point. Now finally, we got lobbyists, the NCIA. Um, you know, there's people out there who really are, and that's that's what sucks about being in America. You need payroll to actively 
you know, lobby and petition for that your sock. That doesn't suck. It, the problem with America being misunderstood has to do with that. Most people don't realize what it is to make payroll and they don't they don't see how to create a value in a way that makes them something beyond besides like cog number 6437 at the corner of fifth and main you know it's if they could see their life having purpose and what they're doing matters ah people will be fine yeah but we're getting there though i mean we're so far ahead than we started man right so far but then that's the thing that like, you know, I was uh, refactoring a, a page for my website for SEO purposes uh, this past weekend because, you know, my my idea of working is my idea of taking a break is, hey, how about we see how the, uh, the Internet's performing? And yeah. so uh, it's the old case of USV Urbis book. And uh, we were talking about the shadow ban and it looks like the shadow ban has hit my like for some reason. And I don't know what the reason is, but for some reason, Yahoo, not Yahoo, Amazon must be kind of, and like it, I, I was sellers ranked number 4,623. Like nobody's buying this book. Yeah. But like you used to be able to buy the book. It used to not be like unavailable. And not only that, there were used copies. Like, and so now it's just, you can't even buy it. Have you, have you tried using a keyword searches in there like cannabis and see what else pops up? Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's That's weird. Because like, um, like, not only that, it was like one of those book on demand. Like, granted, I haven't like touched it in like almost 10 years. But, um, dude, weird. Well, you know, the fact that Amazon does have uh, federal contracts now. I mean, that's who knows, man. They're. It's, it's like the, the Facebook experiment. You remember? Well, like, uh, but that means. All right. I say the federal. Some idiot bureaucrat in the federal government is so terrified by my stupid book that they're like, shut it down. It, it's code words, man, or keywords, you know? It's, it's oh, like, I got I got I got sucked up by the algorithm, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's like you're just uh uh because you know, Facebook, what was it last year, two years ago? One of the backlashes I've had, they actually did an experiment on select groups of people where you know, your feed is not a, a natural organic no. feed. It's a no, it's it's a model view controller, pure and simple. But then again, the thing who the fuck knows what MVC technology is for or like architecture is when, when it comes to software, who usually just is inhabiting the earth. Nobody, nobody, fuck, nobody knows how to make software. Yeah. And so they, they just think that their Facebook feed is magic or yeah. it's, 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 it's with SEO. That's why I was saying, like, hey, dude. All right, you know, insert these these H tags here, put that there, and then this video, this free all pot prisoners video, that has to go. I, I shit you not, that has to go like right at the top of this page. So like, right you know, we'll I'll, I'll drop that in there later. Yeah, yeah, that's totally. H tags, and then when the hundred and twenty people that are searching this 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 month search it, it's going to come right to the top. That'd be pretty dope, though. Yeah. You know. Well, a lot of my shit, you know, that's, you know, it's the actual unfortunate side, the side effect of prohibition. It's the most depressing side, right? You know, prisons, kids being taken away from their parents. It's that's you know, that's stopping, just though. that is so stopping. I like that was that was endemic 10 years ago. The yeah. children would be put in the crosshairs because one of the parents would like cannabis and that's safer than alcohol, but it's illegal. And so you are endangering the child. Yeah. Uh, uh, quote unquote, endangering the child, right? Yeah. You know? 
Back to our research. We use it because like these idiots, they, they have a kid and then that's not enough. It's not enough for them to say like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful thing we've made. Let's try to treat this nice. No, it's not. It's like, well, you shouldn't do that. Well, you fuck you. Fuck you. Mm, I'm going to get you. And then uh, $18,000 in child support later and $25,000 to a lawyer that didn't pay. They still hate the, the, each other. They yeah. still hate each other. Well, that's the thing. Cannabis has been used as a weapon in so many custody disputes and all the other grievances that people have with each other. You know, but we're slowly we're, we're changing. We're better than we were. We're definitely better than we are, were. And I, you know what? I think we're not as good as we will be. And I really think the we're able to bring like the kitty cocktail all the way up to the, the scotch on the rocks with cannabis, uh, just like we can with alcohol, because you can start down there with the CBD hemp flower. And that CBD hemp flower might be really, really good if you have like a, a sprained anything or if you're really, really anxious or if um, you just need to calm down. Uh, that's a lot of different prescriptions. And then you can get into your recreational sides of cannabis for the THC per, uh, aspects of it. So maybe you'll be drinking less. Maybe you'll be laughing more. Maybe you'll be sleeping better. And, um, and then all the way at the very, very top, the, the scotch on the rocks, you can do a dab and just mess your brain up and feel like jelly bread. <laughs> and when it, and that effect doesn't last for more than half an hour, though. You know, that's the great thing. The come down yeah. is way better than the scotch on the rocks. That's right. Yes. Yeah. You know, I feel safer someone going home after an hour of that than an hour of just drinking shots all yeah. day. That's right, yeah. because it's like just, I would feel somebody safer going home after ripping a big dab and knowing that they didn't eat like um, 50 milligram of gummies or something like that. Uh, so when you're doing the, the, the alcohol imbibing, especially with like, you know, the hard liquor. Yeah, that's that's a that's a process. It has to it has to work its way through your body. So like yeah. you're just sitting there eating the uh the uh, the edibles and then somebody can have an extreme bad reaction to it i don't want like i i actually kind of anti uh edible bars in the mm. sense that i would also be anti like you know just alcohol bars where people can get too drunk and uh then try to drive home you know it's it's a different pathway but by the 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 on-site consumption of inhalable cannabis is way safer than anything else that's out there that is currently legal for recreational substances. Yeah, I mean, uh, our the cannabis culture itself, there are so many, all these sessions and shit going on where you just have to be in a loop, right? Where you have to know, uh, you know, with the fortunate side for me on media side, because I do, you know, share people's stories, I'm always invited to a lot of these events and there's always cannabis consumption somewhere in a secret door somewhere. Mm -hmm. But it should be like that. It should be everybody should be allowed. And then sometimes even like in the they'll get extra ballsy if they have an event, a big event. And then they uh, uh, it's like a 420 event. You oh, know, yeah. a lot of times 420 events. There's this year weed smoking everywhere it's all it, month. No one's fucking stopping these guys. Right. But like when you have your random events like here, we have a guy who has a bus. What he does is when you get on the bus, you sign a disclaimer. You're my friend. You're, you're part of this private party. And then you can consume all the shit you want on the bus. But 
I mean, those are the guys that are pushing thresholds of, you know, the but limit. The same type of thing, because now we have possession limits that are legal in Illinois. And so it'd be like, hey, you're my friend. This is our club, our club's rules. So you come to the club, you donate up to, but no more than one ounce of cannabis that is lawfully in your possession. And then you're able to eat the food. Yeah. I mean, as people, there's workarounds, just like the $30 stickers in Washington. Yeah. Hey, that was, those are some nice stickers. Heck yeah. yeah. I got a $50 pin and it comes with an eighth. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> My sticker turned into a roach. Nice. Nice. But hey, man, I, I really need, I just been fun, but I need to get back to work. I got to be do it, man. Up. I'm going to, I've been listening to the Packers and the Seahawks play, and I also have to get back to formatting up some stuff that Where I want to give to. What's that? Where are we at in the game? I haven't fallen in. I don't know. You want to fill time and tell people where we're at? I'll be right back. <laughs> Shit. I don't even. Man. Hey, this motherfucker he's, uh, wants me to fill in the time, and I'm asking him. Let me uh, Google this shit real quick. I'm curious. Hey, hey, you're filling every... time well. The filling <laughs> time is high. My name is <laughs> 420. You can find me at CannabisCanvestationNews.com. Oh, oh, fuck. Is translating English for 21 to 3. The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> are doing what they do to Seattle teams in early January. Uh, they are beating them. That's one of the things. Like, if it was in a dome, they would have had a shot. Yeah. No, I can't get mad, dude. It's like, what, four degrees there? Oh, it's 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 easily four degrees there. Um, oh, Green Bay is cold as cold gets. And they do that on purpose. They aren't going to get a dome. They want you cold. Well, it's, yeah, man. You, that's a different type of people. My son, he's doing college in Minnesota, man. They, they eat pretty hardy, dude. Crazy. Yes, they do. Tear and, uh, and Until next time. We hope to see you on.